I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. This is one of those things I can't let go. (laughs) And this wasn't even on our radar up until a second or two ago. But uh, this is one of the crawls on one of the national networks. And I think it's uh, Kamala Harris who is saying, you know, some of the reckless things that we see in the tweets from uh, President Donald Trump. And even people that I know who really love Donald Trump. They they like what he's doing. They really feel that the nation is... uh, if not in perfect hands, is in capable hands. Even they sometimes will go, yeah, I don't know about the the tweets that we see from the president. But Kamala Harris is saying, you know what? Twitter should be based on some of the outrageous things that he tweets. They should cancel his account. <laughs> okay, I can't resist that. We're we're going to uh, we're going to put that up on our. <laughs> KSL News Radio Facebook page, and it's just going to be yes or no. You know, is uh, Kamala Harris right? Should Twitter just basically put an end to the the account? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine what the president would be tweeting just prior to them pulling the plug on him? And well, I mean, could he do an executive order or something? No, you know, you can't. I, it's it's kind of amazing. And some of the things I will tell you without ratting the person out. And, you know, sometimes people are very candid with me uh, when they are, are uh, on the air and not on the air. And I always try to be very, very careful about protecting things that were said in confidence. But I was in Washington just before the inauguration and i met with every single one of the people in our federal delegation at that time and almost all of them to one degree or another (laughs) expressed a little heartburn over the tweets of the uh, president but one of our uh, federal delegation just flat told me that there is no way that this would continue because I was expressing heartburn. I was kind of <clears throat> basically, uh, you know, crying on the shoulder here going, really? Make it stop. Please make it stop. By this individual, I was assured that there is no way in the world that uh, the president would be allowed to continue that because it would be an issue of national security. And there was no way that a responsible chief of staff would let that continue because it would be something that would ultimately be very, very damaging to the president. It would not be good for the country. In other words, I really got the pinky pledge that don't worry about this, Doug. 
you know, there are other things to worry about. Take comfort. This will stop. Uh, boy, was he wrong. Was he wrong? Uh, it did not stop. And it continues. And some of the tweets are truly outrageous. I've even heard, as I mentioned, very stalwart, the core, the that just bottom line group of people who support Mr. Trump regardless. And it's, it's interesting. Uh, the things that come out, this is, you know, last, well, it was quite a while ago. There, there are actually websites that do this. The, the, the most outrageous Trump tweets of all time and so on that uh, surprisingly have not been deleted. Recently, what pushed uh, Kamala Harris, and I don't care if you love Kamala Harris or not, you know, the fact is she is the one that stated it, and that's why I'm, uh, I'm setting this up, that his, his account should be revoked because of the outrageous tweeting that he does that is so divisive, at least in many cases divisive. But the latest that pushed her over the edge, the things referring to if he were to be impeached, civil war, that, you know, honestly, really, I mean, even for those who are very much in favor of President Trump and for those who are really hoping and maybe even praying that uh, Mr. Trump will be reelected. Aren't some of these tweets just off the charts outrageous and divisive or divisive, depending on your preferred pronunciation? Am I right or am I right on that? And as I look over some of these these old ones, Oh, my goodness. Some of them, if I were to read them verbatim on the air, we'd, we'd be in trouble. I mean, others, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of disheartening, honestly, to just even revisit them here. So I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you, and you can uh, send us a text if you'd like, as this person did. If they do cancel his Twitter account, I'm selling my stock <laughs> uh, you have to admit, a lot of people uh, are, are entertained by it. But, uh, and maybe somebody is out there who thinks all of this is appropriate. That, no, this, this, is, this is great, Doug. It's good for the country. Now, I can understand the argument that, hey, look, you know, this is an avenue, this is a modern tool through which a president can communicate frankly with the American people. I mean, you look at Barack Obama. He launched uh, a lot of his real effective campaign issues and stuff and fundraising via the, the new social medias. But if, if anybody thinks that what Mr. Trump tweets day in and day out, overall, is, is it all appropriate? Is it all healthy for the country? Does it carry any damaging factors at all or divisive factors for our country? Is it appropriate? And gosh, I almost, I almost hesitate whether I should even read these, uh, you know, and, and, you know, even censor them. I almost feel, well, okay, there's this one. This is from, uh, you know, quite a while ago. This was even before he was elected. Where Mr. Trump said, amazing how the haters and losers keep tweeting the name blank, I, I can't even say it, Von Clownstick. They are so original and like no one else is doing. Every time I speak of the haters and losers, I do so with great love and affection. They cannot help the fact that they were born 
yeah. Uh, there, there are other things, too. I mean, the, these are, are relatively old tweets, but the new ones, the new tweets are, are just off, off the charts. Does anybody, is there anybody, could, could we get some more of the recent ones? These, these go way back before the presidency. I'd like to have some that are just the, the ones that are upsetting people now that are calling for his Twitter account to basically be, uh, canceled. This person just tweeted in, or text in, rather, in this case. Not only are some of the things that Trump tweets ridiculous, but some of the things that he forwards, retweets, are illegal. He should be blocked or his phone should be taken away from him. And then our previous uh, texter said, well, if they do, I'll, I'll cancel my account and I'll sell my stock. The one other thing, too, and we're going to leave this up. Do we have the uh, Facebook poll? Okay, we're, we're going to work on that. Yeah, we're working on that. And this just barely popped up. I saw the crawl on one of the screens where uh, somebody who is uh, running for the presidency of the United States, a Democrat, it's Kamala Harris, and uh, she has said, you know, based on especially the the uh, alluding to the fact that if something were to happen, if his impeachment went forward and he were to be kicked out of office, that there would be civil war in the country. You know, when, when you start mentioning civil war, that seems to be... Um, inappropriate i'm trying to be careful with my words uh anyway we'll have that up and running i'll be very curious and uh should you know if you had your way would you or would you not like to see mr trump's tweeting stop uh this person said you know what's really disheartening the fact that we have a raving lunatic running the country and people still continue to support him that's disheartening. All right, we're going to leave this up and running. We want to uh, hear more from you. It's interesting too, all of the brouhaha. We talked about this yesterday and again, it was one of those things that just kind of popped up. The idea that uh, NCAA athletes could be paid under a new California law and it would come through endorsements and boy, there has been a backlash to that. Uh, To say that some people have uh, very uh, significant concerns would be a gross understatement and even though life's never fair even though we we, i understand you know the the twisting of arms and the goodies and even some of the things that happen under the table the goal is to at least to try to keep things as level playing field as humanly possible when it comes to collegiate sports and boy this uh this thing in california could just turn that absolutely topsy Okay, messages are pouring in. Uh, This person said, I think President Trump is doing a great job with what he's doing, but his tweets are very immature and hair-raising. This person said, Trump reminds me of an eight-year-old bully, immature, stupid name-calling. It's ridiculous for a 73-year-old president to be doing that. All right, we're coming up on the top of the hour. We've got much more in store for you on the program. I hope you'll stay with us because next we're going to be talking about the governor and uh, rescinding. We're not going to talk about the governor per se, but the rescinding of his executive order on the drought. What does that mean? That's coming up next here on Inside Sources.